0: Why do the Giants keep getting so many national air games? Could they stave off another embarrassment at the hands of the Cowboys before all the world's eyes?
1: Josh Dobbs, will the magical ride continue against the Saints?
0: Oh, the New York football Jets rolled into Sin City this weekend. Could they keep some slim hopes of playoffs alive? for a possible return
1: this week the AFC North kind of reminds me of the game musical chairs which team will be left sitting today all that and more as Sunday
0: Scares with Bucks McGee wraps up a very interesting and eventful
1: weekend Oh, week 10, the gifts you have given us. Uh, You've given one individual a gift, which I'm sure he enjoys immensely, an early Christmas gift for my man there, a nutmeg. Sir, how was your um, Germany game today? Oh, Bucks McGee, oh, Bucks McGee, oh,
0: Bucks McGee. What could make a victory Monday sweeter than a win over the New England Patriots? No, no. Let me have it. I knew. I guess for you, it wor- for you, for you, I
1: guess it works. I'll- go ahead, go ahead. Revel in your moment. You beat Mac Jones and Brady's happy. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. I don't know how that really heals the wounds of the Brady dominance, but go ahead, take it.
0: Hey, Bill's, Bill's still there. So,
1: <laughs> Bill's still there. Bob
0: Craft's yeah. still there. Two, two out of three. I'll take it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but at this point, Bill may not be there much longer. That's
0: that's that's why we got to beat him now, so I can so I can enjoy them while they actually while they still meet. something
1: internal. You just better hope he doesn't sign with another AFC team, and then all of a sudden, here comes a run. Yeah, that's watch. Uh,
0: well, I guess I guess I'm safe in our I guess I'm safe in our division. Out uh, none of them are changing. None of, none of them are changing. Coach,
1: never know the Chargers might need somebody. Well,
0: that yeah, that's those. true. That's all, yeah, that's the last thing I need. I hate the Chargers, not quite as much as Patriots, but pretty close. So that's the last thing I need. <laughs> but uh, with, with that, with this game, you know what? When it went when we started the season, I knew mm-hmm. this was before AR became made of glass. This was not mm-hmm. knowing if Taylor was going to even suit up. I knew if we were going to win any games, they're all going to be ugly. So, as far as mm-hmm. I'm concerned, this ugly game, this ugly win is be beautiful. <laughs>
1: You gotta beat the teams you're supposed to beat. Um yeah, for something that thank thank hold on, let me let me refer let me retort. Um I don't think the NFL really wanted to end the international series on this note, let's be honest. But i Yeah, no, you guys, you guys won. Like literally, I was up this morning and I'm like, Okay. Yeah. This should be an entertaining game. And I was like, Are you kidding me here? Are you kidding me? It was rough. It was rough. Um, at the end of the day, Colts did what they needed to do. You know, they're going into the bye on a high note. You you can't you can't pick who you play. You just got to play them. Uh, there are serious issues in New England. Uh, the fact that they benched my man Mac Jones on man. basically the last two minutes. Well, I say that loosely, but, but you know. <laughs> and they bring in Brady Zap Zappy is more my man than Mac Jones is. All right. Uh, the play calling was hideous. I don't know what's going on in New England, but I think I think the writing's on the wall, and it's just a matter of time before Bill goes. I think I think he's just riding this out. Um, Kraft was there and watched this debacle, and is probably at this point saying, "Okay, what do I got to do to get Vrabel?" I think Vrabel is the target. I believe Vrabel will be the man, and it's just a matter of time. So, all I've got for this game was, "Hey, wins a win." Uncle Rico made some nice throws. Missed some throws, but at the end of the day, Taylor gets in the end zone. Difference in the game. There you go. Yeah, I,
0: I don't know why Bill hates Bailey Graffi, but he definitely hates that man. I don't know why. Because because he's definitely not any worse than Mac Jones.
1: No, he's not. I, I Legit, like that game where he brings, you know, where he flip-flopped him. But you just might as well just go with Zappi. Mac Jones looks disinterested. I don't think he's happy there. Just move on. Just move on. Yeah. Well, moving on, uh, your, your your team
0: actually helped out my team by putting another loss in Tennessee's column. And you're welcome. You're welcome. And and speaking of help, not only do you have this nice win over Will Levis and Titans, but Saints took an L. Falcons took an L. And of course, the Panthers, as they typically do, took an L on Thursday. So yeah. all of a sudden, this this season that was starting to look like it was slipping away a bit is now kind of you're back in the next. You're only, what, a half game out?
1: We're a quality four and five team right now. <laughs> quality four and five. Yeah, you know, um, I think what happened was um, Bulls kind of simplified the simplified the defense. They had a whole defensive meeting this week, um, I heard, and everyone aired some grievances out, and I think they simplified that defense, and they just played. Um, like to give him credit, that kid stood in there and took hit after hit after hit. I will give him credit. Uh, I think the writing is on the wall for Tennessee. Derrick Henry was nowhere near the Derrick Henry that we've known and loved for years. I think he—I don't even think he broke 50 yards. And it was—it was rough. It was really rough for him. It's like I felt bad. It's like when you see a hero of yours just like in baseball, just strike out, just doesn't have it. You know, kind of like Miguel Cabrera. You know, you put him in every once in a while. If he gets a hit, cool. If not, you're like, wow, poor Miggy. Miguel Cabrera, that's kind of, 38. <laughs> that, that, that's what Henry's looking like right now. Yeah. That's beautiful. So I think his time in Tennessee is over as well. But, you know, at the end of the day, Tampa had a, Tampa needed the win. Baker played solid. Uh, Mike Evans played decently well. He had some drops. Had some drops, especially a, a clear, clear touchdown in the end zone. Um, but he's on the march for 1,000 yards. Um, he's about seven 37, I think after today's game. So Baker again, played well enough to win. Can't complain. You take the four and five and you move on. Now we got the Niners coming up.
0: Oh yeah. A nice, nice doubleheader next week. Nice doubleheader on Fox. <laughs> um, yeah, the
1: only,
0: the, the only, well, the, the Saints game, the opposite side of the Saints game we'll touch on a bit later, but the opposite side of the Falcons game was a comeback in Tyler Murray's return from ACL injury last year. And we'll all of a sudden, that Kyler can play. play. All of a sudden, of a sudden Arizona a... can win.
1: <laughs> Kyler must not have downloaded the new um, Modern Warfare there, you know, the COD. He must not have decided not to play. But, no, he came in and they won. Hey, first game back, you got to give him credit. Maybe this will be a new turning point for him, get a little serious. I think the guy's got talent. It's just, do you want to be – starting NFL quarterback, or do you just want the money and run? Yeah. Um, came in, pulled off pulled off the victory, you know. It, Falcons are a better team, you know, than the Cardinals, yeah. you know. Oh, nothing yeah. Nothing you can – you know. So, but, hey, give the, give the Cardinals credit. You know, this might have been a shot in the arm. Maybe, you know, this will start to kind of turn the franchise around a bit. But, hey, win's a win. You take it. I thank you, Arizona. Appreciate you. Yeah, Atlanta's now –
0: now dropped two in a row uh, from, mm-hmm. their, from their first place stint at four and four. <laughs> um, and, and the Saints look uh, a, a bit of a mess. And of course, Carolina's a uh, continual mess. So, I mean, I beat my chest a little bit. Now you get to beat your chest a little bit. How confident do you feel that you can actually take this division now as the season starts to wind down?
1: Um, oh, I think... <laughs> I'm confident. I think I, I I, I hang my head on this defense. I still think this defense is, is, is close to an elite defense. Um, the offense is slowly starting to come around. You know, can't make the, you know, can't have the drops and such. Baker has been better than advertised. Uh, the Saints, I don't know right now. Um, Carr went out with a, I think it was right shoulder and a concussion. Jameis had a couple nice throws. You know, and watching that game, but then of course the Jameis of Old showed up. The non the non-LASIC Jameis showed up through a lot of picks. <laughs> you know, uh a lot of guys got beat up on the defense as well. Lattimore is a little banged up. So I honestly believe the Saints need to move on because I think they're I still think they kind of believe they're the Saints of old. I still think that they believe number nine is in the in the locker room and he's not. <laughs> You know those days are over, and it's good to have confidence in your squad. But you guys need to, they need to look at look at themselves and believe what they are, which yeah. is mid tier at best. You know people were giving them the division just because of their roster. They're they're decent. They're not great, and as it is, they're over seventy million in salary cap hell. So I think they really need to, you know, deal with what they are and just move on with it. I don't know if Carr is going to be back next week. If you're going with Jameis, you need to simplify that offense because he's just sitting there humming stuff 20, 30 yards over receivers' heads. It's, it's bad. Um, Falcons, I don't know. You had a number eight pick in the draft, and I don't know if he's even showing up anymore. You know, why would you even draft Bijan? Yeah. You know, Now, now it's a laugh. Now it's a joke. It's a joke now. So what are you doing? I believe they're probably going to look for a new head coach as well. To be real, and for Carolina, there's nothing to say. Carolina is just bad.
0: Those those season tickets could be like three hundred dollars next year. <laughs> I might just
1: go ahead and get some for fun and just drive over there, man. Who knows? <laughs> You yeah. probably, they probably give you that, and they throw in some T-shirts. Hey, man, that might be able to get in the locker room. Yeah. <laughs> get, get autographed
0: selfies with Bryce and Frank.
1: <laughs> Shoot, man. Exactly. Sit on the bench and be like, hey, here I am. But, no, end of the day, um, this division is winnable. I believe our defense is the best in the division. The offense does need to clean itself up. But, yeah, there's hope. Four and five, and for what is in this division, there's no reason to think we can't. You know, You know what there's no hope for? And that is for America when
0: having to watch the Dallas Cowboys and New York Giants play on national television.
1: Why? You know, know, the the whole, we can flex everything now, all of a sudden, why didn't you sit there and say, oh man, freaking Danny DeVito's illegitimate nephew is quarterbacking the Giants. And, it's horrible. Just flex the game. You're telling me you couldn't have flexed Detroit and the chargers. You're telling me you couldn't have flexed that. So America's game was America's trash is what that was. That was horrible. Like literally all you, the only reason you watched that game is if you had Dallas Cowboys on your fantasy team and you were just hoping how many points am I going to put up? That's all. Brandon cooks showed up. He had over a hundred yards. It was, it was a joke. Like I feel bad for I actually feel bad for Giants fans. Like you really had to sit through that. That's just sad. There's nothing. It was just bad. I've got nothing to say. Bad. Yeah. And
0: this, it just just to, to help just to help the audience out with how bad these two games have been. The week one game where Dallas on forty to nothing, and then this week's game on Sunday and in the Americans game slot, put it together eighty nine to seventeen. Dallas outscored the Giants, 89-17. to 17.
1: And I'll give the Giants credit. Like, they played hard. Like, there's no doubt. Early in that game, you know, the first quarter, you, you kind of thought. You were like, wait a minute. Maybe the Giants can, you know, maybe keep it close. But then all of a sudden, the floodgates opened. And, and at that point, it's like, all right, this is over. Can we can we move, flex to something? Yeah. Can we move to something? So the Giants are just – They're terrible. Let's just be honest. They're terrible. Um, They're probably going to get a lottery pick. They're going to be a top 10 pick. They have to. There's nothing, nothing on that roster that says otherwise. Uh, They made Dak look all world, but you know, these are the teams that the Dallas are, Dallas is supposed to beat. you know, you put your foot on the throat and that's it. They did what they needed to do. I don't think you're getting anything newsworthy out of Dallas. They beat a really bad Giants team. Now it's time to move on.
0: And you know what the sad part is? As bad as the Giants are this year, they'll still get two to three primetime games next year because of New York. Yeah, you know, and Colts, That's just the way if, if the Colts ever did this, and we have a couple times in the past, we would be get we would get shunned from primetime time next year.
1: <laughs> shunned. It's t- time to let it go, man. Time to let it go. Sorry, man. When Uncle Rico is your starting quarterback, man, you just gotta let it go if you can get a four o'clock from time to time enjoy it just take the four the four is your prime time
0: that's right (laughs) um of course the 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 other side to moving past this disaster of a game is dallas is now six and three which is still a game and a half behind philly but the road ahead the immediate road ahead i should say Mm -hmm. dallas has the panthers awful washington never know what they're going to get mostly mostly not great and then seattle who's good but you know we dial back a week and they got the doors blown off them by baltimore Mm
1: -hmm. now
0: philly ahead of them on completely other side of the spectrum they have their super bowl rematch against kansas city next monday night they got the bills which i know where we like to kick around lately but it's still
1: fraudulent
0: sorry and they have, you know, our Super Bowl darling at one point early in the season, the San Francisco 49ers. So two very different upcoming roads for both these teams. Could we wind up seeing
1: a flipperoo in the top of the, of the I don't know. In the preseason, I would, I would have said there's a possibility. But if you look at Philly's schedule, okay, Kansas City. Is Kansas City the Kansas City of old? No, but Philadelphia really.
0: Philadelphia also doesn't always look like the
1: Philadelphia Bowl either. They don't, but whose wide receiving core would you take? <laughs> well, yeah, obviously the Eagles. <laughs> like, you know, you know who's going to catch a ball, and you know who isn't going to catch a ball. You know? So it's not necessarily a slam dunk that, you know, Casey's going to go in there and, and dominate them. I think I would give Philly the edge in that game. I really would. I don't think Kansas City scares anybody. And I think Philly does have revenge on their mind. And I think Philly can pull pull out a game better than Kansas City can. If it's fourth and one, it's a wrap. It's it's a wrap. Let's be realistic. Fourth and one, Philly, they're winning. Yeah. Um, The other games? Push, push. (laughs) Exactly. Buffalo, whatever. I don't even care, man. Like, that's really, like, really. Unless Buffalo lights it up. Lights it up, you know it's 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 not going to happen. So, I think if the Eagles play their game, they could very well go two and one. I think they can go three and zero, but I'll say two and one. Let's say there's a booby trap game in there. You know Dallas. Here's the thing: Dallas has shown if the teams are really bad, Dallas looks like a world beater. If there's a team that's got a pulse, a heartbeat, and a little bit of talent, they have trouble with them. Washington played a heck of a game today yeah they lost they lost to Seattle but they played a hell of a game you know those those guys can play they will get up for Dallas Seattle Jekyll and Hyde you don't know which one you're gonna get yeah you know you get you get you get shellacked by the Ravens and then you you know you, you almost lose to Washington but you pull it out so I think I think Dallas as long as they have their eye on the prize and play smart, they could, they could, you know, go three and oh the next one, next three games. But if they kind of just walk in there like, oh, well, we know we're going to win, they can get the doors blown off. So, in theory,
0: fourth game after this stretch, of course, for both teams is against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, could we potentially see a bat, uh, first place on the line, but for the victor of that of that match?
1: Very well could. Very well could. Um, I think. Philly will still have the division lead. I think it might be by a game. I think Philly will have the division lead, but yeah, this very well could tell the tale could be the, the the deciding factor in the division for sure. Yeah. Uh, Another division
0: that got a lot of attention this week was the AFC North. Uh, And we kind of figured not much would change because I mean, Houston obviously had a ridiculous performance last week, but we figure Cincinnati's hot. They'll take care of business. Um, Browns, we've been kicking around Deshaun Watson like a hacky sack all season. So we figured the Ravens would take care of business, especially off of that big win over Seattle last week. And the right. Steeler and the Steelers somehow are winning games and Green Bay's not great at all.
1: <laughs> but um <laughs> as sure as,
0: as as sure as shooting this season in the NFL, the Ravens mm-hmm. both the Ravens and the Bengals lose uh come from behind uh games to their opposition uh mm-hmm. i think both actually both actually on last minute field goals um so they both fall pittsburgh hangs on this they were they were up by a little bit on green bay green Bay had a little bit of a comeback since uh pittsburgh mm-hmm. managed to hold on so now you have browns up ravens down steelers neutral and cincy down so now everyone's kind of muddled together at six and at seven and three six and three and Cincinnati a five and four, but obviously that's a better five and four than Houston's five and four or Indianapolis's five and five or the kind of rest of the AFC Wild Card picture. So how, I mean, based off what we saw t- uh, this week Sunday, uh, how, how do you think that kind of shapes up
1: for the rest of the season in the AFC North? Oh, it's it's going to be fun. Um, first, much much respect to CJ and the Texans. They handled business, man. That kid is unflappable. That kid is – he's playing like – he's been in the league for six, seven years, and he just doesn't care. That whole Texans team, they don't care. They don't care what you think of them. They're going to beat you. They don't care. They're going to make the plays, and they are impressive. So um, this team is a team to definitely watch for the next couple of years. I think they are building something really good. Uh, Bengals. Yeah, that was like what, – what? he's almost had 1,000 yards in the last two weeks. <laughs> You know, and it was just like Stroud just has no fear. He just sits in the pocket. He'll scramble if he has to, but he will deliver a ball on a dime like nobody's business. So yeah. Texans are impressive. The Bengals, I I don't know. Um, Boyd drops the um, touchdown at the end of the game. Mm. That would have won it for him. Just I don't know if maybe they maybe it was just you know laxadysical. I don't know. They didn't look that bad, but I just think the Texans wanted it a bit more. End of the day, you know, this was a team you should have, you know, you should have beaten. The Bengals should have beaten the Texans. The Texans, I assume, were going to give a great fight, but the Bengals should have beat them. But at the end of the day, Texans were hungrier. Nothing you can do about it. Um, Browns and Ravens. (laughs) Hmm. Wow. This was a total team effort. Um, Watson played okay. Played decent, you know, didn't cost them the game. Played decent. I can't knock them. Their defense, you know, created turnovers. Ravens just were sloppy and let this one slip.
0: It's funny that the way that started off, you thought Watson was going to cost them the game because he threw a pick six right off the bat.
1: Oh yeah. Right. out He was like one for nine with the pick six. I'm like, Oh Lord, this game will be over by the second quarter. Here we go. Which I thought was funny.
0: Cause in the pregame you show in the pregame show, you said Watson needs a signature moment, signature moment. And it's like, well, pick six, you weren't wrong, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. That was the wrong signature moment. <laughs> yeah, But you know, it just, you know, the Ravens, Ravens let them stick around. Yeah. The Ravens didn't put their foot on their neck and, Give the Browns credit; they they scored when they needed to. The Ravens now, you know, they need to sit there, lick the wounds, and come back next week and just play strong. But the, this will give the Browns a little bit, a little bit of juice. I'm sure Watson feels a little, little bit better about himself. Um, still not, still not feeling great about Watson. Still needs that game where he basically carries this offense. Mm. Um, basically, this team is. A, it seems like it's a run-first offense right now. They're not living on the arm of Watson. Watson is a nice complimentary piece to the run game. Maybe it'll change as the season goes on, but you can't take anything from them. Win's a win. At,
0: at, at, and in typical Sunday scares fashion. <laughs> Our kiss of death in the pregame show as we we're singing up Baltimore's defense. Hey, they're back. It's starting to look like the Baltimore defense of old. And this winds up being the 30 something, 30 something game.
1: <laughs> like, I don't want to give anybody credit anymore, man. Like, I feel bad. Like, I give somebody credit and they just shat in the bed the next week. So, CJ Stroud's probably going to have a horrible game next week. I'm sorry, Texans fans. Not my fault. I'm trying to be genuine. I'm just the kiss of death. Um, and then when it comes to the Steelers, I don't know how they win games. I just don't know. They just seem sloppy half the game, dropping passes. Um, Najee Harris scored three in a row. Three like, a row. wow. Like, folks, anyone who had him on your on your fantasy team, congratulations. He actually contributed. Um but you kind of you you kind of assumed that the Steelers would win this game because you just don't know what the Packers are they're, It's the season of love. They're trying to figure out what this kid is. If he what the season oh, of love the season of love and of they're love. not exactly showing a lot of love. <laughs> to their fans. Hey, you know they you know that you know, well Packers fans should have known this is what you got. So you know you shouldn't be going in with any expectation at all but you know they they played hard i give him credit the kid is you know he's he's learned it on the job you know there's not much you can do it there's some throws that i was like wow okay he, those are coming along i don't think he would have made those the first couple games of the yeah. season there were other ones i was like kid do you not remember what, what what you're supposed to be doing you know but the steelers won like i said they're six and three you you gotta give them credit they it's like they tripped into the six and three. Like, I can't I can't really look at the Steelers this season and, and look at a game and be like, yeah, you knew they were going to be six and three by, you know, by the end of week nine. They looked good. Kenny Pickett still, it's not bad, but he, I don't he's, know.
0: He's got this weird, he's got this funky statistic where he's like something ridiculous, like six and one, seven and one, something odd like that in one possession games. It's like, really?
1: Kenny Pickett? Yeah, like like you, he's not the guy. You're like, wow, two minutes left on the clock. I need a touchdown. Here you go, Kenny. Here's the ball. Get to it. I'm not thinking that at all. But they're six and three. Yeah, you you got to respect it. But uh, I just don't know what to think. I really don't. I don't. They they boggle my mind. They're like the one team where I'm like six and three. How did this happen? Well, I'll tell you one thing. There's one reason
0: that is not attributing to their winning games recently. And that is George Pickens because he's been putting up doo-doo for my fantasy team the last two
1: weeks. (laughs) I I don't know. That's another anomaly. It's like they win despite him. And it seemed like last year he was like the reason. Like him and Pickett were just connecting and you just thought this was going to be the next, you know, Big Ben, Antonio Brown before he went insane. Match, you know, like, like this was going to be it. And now it's like, all right, Pickett runs around. He drops a ball or two, makes one spectacular catch. And then they somehow win the game. It's their defense. It's got to be their defense. That's all I can put my hat on. Yeah. TJ Watt is the reason I that's I got to give it. That's it. Their defense keeps them in games and they don't make enough mistakes to lose. They just figure it out.
0: Oh yeah, T.J. Watt's definitely got a guard or something. You know, if if, if the right.
1: pass game can be a little more consistent, this will be a team come playoff time. No one will want to play. But right now with the pass, I'm, I'm, right now it's just it's too uneven for me right now. But six mm-hmm. and three is six and three. You enjoy it.
0: Yeah. Um. So uh, based off how everything broke down in the this week with the AFC North, who actually does have the edge? Is it still Baltimore? Or is someone else is someone else gonna surprise us?
1: Right now, you still have to say Baltimore. You know, you know division games. We always say you split. So you know, it's one of those things where it's like, all right, you got beat at home though. That was that that that's kind of tough. You know, you kind of want that home win, but you, right now it's still Baltimore. Now if Baltimore loses the next two out, you know, two of the next three. Or you know start to revert back to what they were in the very beginning of the season. Then there's some worry there. But right now, I believe Baltimore is still the class of that division. But they're going to have to definitely win these non you know, non division games for sure. I mean, because the di- they, they, would di- def- hmm?
0: they they would definitely be worse off if Cincinnati had one in addition.
1: Let's oh see. yeah, definitely, definitely. Cincinnati just needs to make sure that you know when you're playing teams like the texans you know they're young they're hungry you got to you got to treat it serious and you got to beat these teams cuz these teams are looking to beat you cuz you are you are the benchmark for these teams that's where they're trying to get mm-hmm. over the last you know 3 years or so it's been you kc blah, <laughs> um so you know you're trying to reach those you know those marks so now these guys are coming after you you got to beat these teams
0: do you think that's probably why Cincinnati tripped up here? Is because they didn't take this seriously?
1: I don't, I, that's the only thing I can think of. You know, you drop you drop a clean touchdown. Maybe you just just weren't in it. You were surprised. You know, but the Texans are legit. They are a legit team. They are starting to really grasp on to that culture that D'Amico the, the Ryan's has brought in from San Fran. This team is going to be good. And if the sooner the other teams realize that I'm not going to say it's going to be easier to beat them, but you're going to know what you're getting into.
0: Yeah. i
1: um, going
0: to run through some quick hitters today. We're going to come back to the saints game, but we're not mm-hmm. going to talk about the saints anymore because the Vikings have won five games in a row now. And we thought that, okay, write them off. Now the Kirk's hurt and done for the year. But Josh Dobbs comes in here. He had he came in in relief last week, uh, led them to a wild comeback to beat Atlanta. And then this, and the, and and then this week against the Saints, it was kind of a tough game. But Josh Dobbs had a great performance and passed a touchdown, rushed a touchdown, played a good game. And now I think we uh we gotta start doing the uh sport, sprinkle some respect on Josh Dobbs' name.
1: Now you know once I say this, he's gonna have the worst game of his career. Oh yeah,
0: four picks next week, can't do
1: so get ready for it <laughs> because i watched i watched a lot of this game and i've never seen somebody his size elude sacks like he did today he was unreal i will give this man credit this man plays like he doesn't care like you know people did i think he has the thought process of you know what no one believes in me so i don't care i'm going to do what i do and that's it and what he's done Incredible. Incredible. Um He had that Vikings offense moving, I think, better than Kurt. I really do. If Jay Jettas was playing today, they would have blew the doors off the Vikings. They would have blew the doors off of them, No yeah. doubt. Yeah. But um to give Dobbs all the credit in the world, man, that guy can move in the pocket. He can escape a sack and keep a play alive. So you know they did kind of slow down the second half. You know they did let the Saints kind of creep in. They let Famous Jameis there. You know throw some touchdowns, which you know probably could have been defended a little better. <laughs> but at the end, but at the end of the day, you know Famous Jameis does what he does and went post pre LASIK surgery through some picks, um, and they just didn't have it. The Saints are not what they were. And they need to realize that and move on. Um, they're trying to Band-Aid things to try to be the great Drew Brees Saints of old. They're not that anymore. They're a lot older. They need to realize that and just tear this thing down and rebuild it. Let's just be honest. Um, yeah, to, to tie a couple of things together that he
0: said, um, he said their, their Vikings are popping along better than with Kirk. Yeah. And he said, like, imagine if Genesis was here. Well, it's popping along better with,
1: than with Kirk without Mm -hmm. so (laughs) yeah it's it's crazy um freaking it's just the way he sits in the pocket it's like they Cameron Jordan probably would have had three or four sacks today and just didn't happen because the way Dobbs moves in the pocket um Hawkinson had over 10 catches huge and like the first huge game like in the first half like he didn't have that with Kurt, but that was also because you had Jay Jett is there. So, you know, he was always the second or third option. These young guys are getting the ball. They're getting that game experience. And I think it's only going to benefit the Vikings. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me that if the Vikings finish extremely strong this year, that Dobbs ends up being the guy next year. I think he's playing for a job. I think other teams may look at him too, but the Vikings have the inside edge. If they can sit there – you know, get it right with him, he could be, you know, the guy for three to four years. And and imagine
0: if Vikings are like, in a situation that they don't need to dig in the draft for a quarterback or they don't need to go spend stupid on a free agent.
1: Mm-hmm. They
0: can use that those resources to address other holes on the team because they definitely have holes on the team. The running back, the running game is almost non-existent.
1: Maxon's not bad. But I think, you know, there's some, you know, the O-line's a little little rough. It's not horrible, but a little rough. Um, Your defense is, you know, a little long in the tooth in some spots. You can touch that up. So, no, they've, they've got pieces. And, you know, like you said, if you're saving on a quarterback, you can sit there, draft well. You don't have to worry about spending all that money on a quarterback. So they could be in a really good spot and could, you know, look to, you know, retake that division next year. Yeah. Um now another game. And I got mm-hmm. an inter- I got I got an interesting preface
0: for this. So hear me out. Chargers lost to Lions today. Obviously, we, we kind of can't be too surprised the Lions are a better team, but at the same time uh, it was and, and the Chargers could not really afford a, another loss right now. However, mm-hmm. this one is almost comparable to that Miami loss to start the season. Where they hung, they hung with it. It was back and forth, back and forth shootouts. So, I mean, grit. Yes, they really did not. They really did not need to lose another game. But if they had to lose this game, at least it looked like the way it did, instead of getting embarrassed or looking out of sorts, missing guys, bad calls by the head coach. Yada yada yada. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no,
1: no. Now the first game of the season Miami. Yeah, first it's the first game of the season. You're figuring things out. So yeah, you know, they they played well, I'll give them that. You look at their body of work, it is so uneven, it's ridiculous. No. Now if they have won, if they had won two or three more games this year and lost this game, I'd say sure. okay.
0: Yeah.
1: I'll give you that. But no, it's just they're a team that can put up points, can't can't stop a nosebleed. So, okay. Like no, like the Lions like you said, the Lions are a better team. But if you're gonna put 38 points, you're gonna, you're gonna put up 38 points on the Lions, then you're telling me with all the stars on that defense, if you stop one possession, you win this game. That's... So what? What happened? What happened?
0: That, that's what I was going to say. How bad does it look that they can't stop anyone considering how much money they've invested into this defense with Mac you,
1: and Derwin James? And... You had J.C. Jackson from New England last year who was an all-pro. You signed him to a ridiculous contract. The guy at one point didn't want to go into games anymore, he had his shoes untied, told you he wasn't going. So you ship him back to New England for like beans. Like, wh- like, what's going on? Like, there's all this talent. Like, does this team need to be, you now? is it the voice in the locker room? Or do you need to look at what you have and say, you know what? We're going to implode it. You're not because you have all that money invested in it. It's the voice in the locker room. Point blank. It's, it's daily. It is. Like, I don't, I can't buy it. I don't want, there's no moral victories this time of the season. There yeah, aren't. Not in week 10. You, no, you need to win. Because right now, you guys are, you guys are on the outside looking in. And unless you go on a deep run through the rest of the season, you're not making the playoffs, which means the coach is losing his job. Yeah, He has to, there's no way you're bringing Staley back. So what are you going to do? And that also means that the man you gave all that money to in the quarterback position (laughs) needs to really show out. Now that's okay. You could put up 38 points, but sometimes he's putting up points in garbage time. Yeah. So Herbie needs to show out. Um, this defense with all the hype with all these guys they've got on there needs to stop a nosebleed, or your coach is walking next year. He's gone. At this point, it'll be luck.
0: at this point if they keep having dumb luck, dumb luck losses, they'll be lucky to get to the Black Monday.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know. <laughs> I
0: <don't> know. Um, <laughs> another team out west that uh has performed this year but not lately as the Niners and we kind of figured okay they're going to Jacksonville Jacksonville's red hot maybe this will be a back and forth it'll be a close game uh mm-hmm. not so much <laughs> Jack- no, Jacksonville no, got no. Jacksonville got kicked back to um you know David Garrard Jacksonville or uh, Uncle
1: Rico ooh, Jacksonville David Garrard ooh <laughs> ooh i think Jacksonville had the bye week hangover yeah 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 i just you know, I I I just think they didn't come ready to play. And the Niners have been hearing for weeks that, you know, they're not good anymore. This, you know, they're they're not what they used to be. So what's going on? And lo and behold, they said, All right, well, here's Jacksonville, they're a playoff team, and they mm-hmm. came in and handled business. Brock Purdy did what Brock Purdy's been doing minus the last couple weeks. <laughs> um their defense. Done when they're on point and healthy. So the Jags just got their teeth kicked in, like you said, and now they need to come back next week and play well because that effort is gonna one and done you in the playoffs for sure. Yeah, like they say, the bye week hangover. It's almost like the
0: tale of two reactions to the bye week because the Niners also came off a bye week, and it Mm -hmm. looks like they buttoned up everything that they were lacking the last three games.
1: Well, they had some guys come back. Um, I believe um, Debo Debo was back. back. Debo played great. Debo was back. I believe Trent Williams was back as well. So, you know, they were getting pieces back. Guys are getting healthy. Um, You know, the addition of Chase Young helps that defensive line. You know, nice little, you know, rotation. And it just means that that D line is going to be coming at you all game long. So, no, the Niners handled their business and the Jags dropped the ball. Um, if they had won today, I really think that's that probably really would have set them on a good pace for the rest of the year. But... How, uh How much different would it have been if
0: Jacksonville had lost this game and it was like ten points, seven points, three points, whatever? If it was a versus, was the a versus what happened. <laughs>
1: If it was a close game and they lost by, like, a field goal, we'll say, then it's like, all right, you know what? We came, we prepared, we just, you know, we'll have to – it probably would have been a play here and there, you know, and they would have had to say, okay, this is something we've got to tighten up. You literally have to look at this whole game and say, what did we do right? Now, some teams don't look at game film like this. They just throw it away and say, all right, let's just go to next week. Maybe that's what they do. Maybe they're like, you know what? We don't even want to look at this. Mm -hmm. We know we got our teeth kicked in. Let's just – Let's just restart. So, But, no, I think it would have been better if they had, you know. no, A loss is a loss. But sometimes I think if, you know, you lose by three, especially against a team like the Niners, who you're trying to measure yourself to, who could possibly be a Super Bowl, you know, opponent for you if you make it, it's the measuring stick. And there was no reason to even pull the stick out today because they just got yeah. mollywhopped. Throw, throw the tape away much like the Giants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> unreal <laughs> waste of an afternoon i swear <laughs>
0: yeah um well one more game to touch on from sunday afternoon of course was the Wild finish up in seattle uh washington you know been very up and down seattle also been very up and down so of course it would be fitting that they would go down to the end and there was some there was some uh questionable game management decisions there i mean. Washington blew two, two timeouts. Now, granted, they did wind up tying the game, uh, but they had they had a that they could have very easily stepped on stepped on their own, you know what? Uh, mm-hmm. Blew two timeouts and uh, could have kicked this game away before Seattle even got the chance to go down and win it. And then Seattle, mm-hmm. they had enough time to go down. They had plenty of time, but well, not plenty of time, but enough enough to get a mm-hmm. field goal range, which they did. But mm-hmm. they had a situation where the play the, to set up the field goal, they threw it down the middle. DK Metcalf didn't break away, but he didn't go down right away. He tried to get an extra three, four yards, and on top of that, everyone got up slow. You know, everyone's rushed to the line of scrimmage, but they're not like no urgency, giddy up in their in their footsteps, mm-hmm. and they almost they almost ran out the clock a little bit.
1: I. <sighs> When it comes to DK Metcalf, guy's an all-world talent. Guy's, you know, a a physical beast, an anomaly, whatever you want to call it. I think he wants to be the center of that offense, and that's not the way that offense is predicated. It's basically, you know, they run the ball first, and then, you know, Gino distributes the ball where he seems fit. I think DK wants to be the man, and I think sometimes he gets frustrated and he tries to make plays when sometimes he just needs to, you know, get down on the ground and get, you know – you know, relax, you know, it's like, all right, time's ticking, no timeouts, I got to – let me get down, let's line up. And, yeah, that's that comes with coaching. Like, you guys should be going over this every week. Okay, two-minute drill, no timeouts, what do we do? So, yeah, they lucked out, you know, and they were able to pull this game out. But you got to give Washington credit, man. Washington stuck with them. You know, Seattle almost kind of has an air to them kind of like – new orleans does like they think Uh, they're great and they're uh, like incredible but it's like you're good but you're you know you have one good game and then you you shat the bed next week you're not consistent but you you feel you're better than you are yeah um so washington like i said played well played well you know unfortunately you know this is going to be river Ron's, you know last last season let's be realistic um, Sam Howell is great. That kid's got touch. That kid's got an arm. I think that offense is only going to get better. Um, but, you know, Seattle eked it out. But, yeah, Seattle needs to make sure that they're, you know, better time management. And they kind of need to kind of get off the high horse and understand that you're good, but you're not great. Yeah. It's, it's
0: especially when you're going, you know, it, your, your division chances look pretty good when the Niners were losing three in a row. But now after this game, your, yeah. division, your 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 division hopes are looking not quite as good.
1: At you least, had the chance. You had the power. Exactly. You had the chance to take the division. You really did. When the Niners were on this skid, you had the chance. But then, you know, you shot the bet against Baltimore, and now you're sitting here going, "Okay, we barely got by Washington. So how good are you really?" <laughs> eh. Eh. Eh.
0: And that takes us to the prime time games this week. and oh, the Jets, they were so close, so, so, ever so close to pulling this one out. They were they were they kept the Raiders down for most of the game, but they let them hang around, hang around and this tough team, this tough squad led by Antonio Pierce got back in it, they took the lead. And those last-ditch efforts, I don't know if the MILF Hunter is up for, uh, for finishing
1: off a game like this. Really? It's taking you this long to really realize the fact that the MILF Hunter cannot finish a game?
0: You know, sometimes i got to keep keep Jets fans uh, tantalized or something.
1: <laughs> the only thing they're hoping for is that this man, Aaron Rodgers, shows up on Christmas on his white horse. Let's be realistic here. Um, same old Jets a different week you know defense keeps them in the game zach wilson gives you a tad bit a bit a bit of hope and the next thing you know just shats on it in last seconds i give the kid credit you know you know last play of the game rolls out keeps it alive um There was no one there in the end zone. Just couldn't get it done. Just same old Jets. There's really not. What more can you say? Say J-E-T-S just end the season. You know, and you can't fault the fans for having hope. You know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, was supposed to be the guy. And in theory, if he's playing this season, um, very well, looks like a different team. But unfortunately, you got the mill hunter and. He just can't get it done. So now we're sitting here pondering as we get closer to Christmas. When and if Aaron Rodgers returns, will the Jets be in playoff contention, or even have a shot at it?
0: Yeah, you brought up you know him riding in on the white horse, but at this point, I mean, what's going to be left for that white horse to 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 grace the gravel on? <laughs> like, is it isn't is even isn't even salvageable? Because if they play like this, they lose another three four games it's not even the white horse isn't even going to have ground
1: to walk on. True. But if Aaron wants to play, you know, they're going to let him play like Aaron owns the jets. So let's be realistic. <laughs> he can do whatever he wants when he wants. Um, I guess they're hoping that they will be as close to 500 as possible. And maybe go on some magical two, two or three week run. I don't, I don't know. I don't see it happening. If I'm Rogers, I'm not pushing to come back because you, you can't control what the Mill Hunter is going to do. Like Why you can't would you? control. <laughs> because this just add that would add to the legacy and to the you know Aaron Rodgers. You know, yes, I came back and I was able to save this downtrodden franchise and bring it to just past mediocrity. Blah blah blah. The legacy to preserve a seven and ten
0: se- meaningless season and get a middle of the road draft that
1: right, but it wouldn't have been Aaron's fault Aaron did his best oh, and you yeah, know because so. you know Aaron yeah. is just you know the greatest thing that you know since sliced bread in New York you know uh, they're just gonna keep on you know this is the this is the formula you know the defense plays their heart out and the offense drops the ball it just doesn't work out so I think every day now, um, that upper management is really sitting there saying, hmm, maybe we should have picked up Josh Dobbs.
0: Uh, yeah,
1: really. I mean, you, you know. see what he's
0: doing in Minnesota. Who knows what he could be doing with Garrett, with Garrett Wilson.
1: Exactly. Solid. Exactly. Like, if they had, and it didn't even have to be someone with a – because let's be let's be honest. Zach Wilson has a great arm. He's got a solid arm. He can throw the ball over the place. All you have to get is somebody who can just – put the ball where it needs to go. It doesn't have to be overpowering. And even if it was an older guy, I think they'd probably be in a better position than they are now. Yeah. Um, well, let's uh, flip flip the coin and be a little positive
0: because where the Jets are now, only ahead of Denver, Tennessee, and New England in the standings in the AFC. <laughs> <laughs> Let that let that percolate for a second.
1: Yeah, that's positive. Wow, you're just raining on people. You just want to rain right. on people's parades, it was huh,
0: don't a you? segue. stay with me. Stay with me. It was a segue. Okay, okay, the, okay, folks. The Raiders now get pull themselves to five and five, and they are right in the thick of a potential uh, getting that last wild card berth because we have currently the seventh seed as Houston at five and four. Uh, Cincinnati is also Cincinnati is also five and four. Buffalo is five and four pending tonight's game, and 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 Raider the Raiders are tied with my Colts at five and five. So, yeah, you know, this this Raiders team with you know Jimmy G was a disaster. They fired the head coach. Um, Devontae Williams has been a funny uh, Williams, excuse me. Devonte Adams has been a bit of a malcontent. Uh, you know, for a bit just reasons, of course. Um, mm-hmm. But yet this this team's still in the thick of it, and you know if things break right, they could make a little a little run.
1: That's right. Josh McDaniels built this team. So everyone should give that man some respect. He's the architect of this that's, team. Now. Now, now now, we're putting
0: some respect on Josh's name.
1: Put some respect on his name. He put those guys there now. Well, here's the deal. It's real simple. The Jets are now going to be a run first. I mean, the Raiders are going to be a, first, a run first team. Let's be honest. It's going to be the Josh Jacobs show. And you'll sprinkle in some Devontae Adams and whoever else. like Because that's what it is. Um, I don't know if this kid can really is really ready yet to to have the game put on his shoulders. I think he'll be a complimentary piece, but yeah, Josh Jacobs is going to be the workhorse. And what they're going to work on and develop a plan where maybe it'll be some play action. You know, this kid can make some safe throws, and if that's the case, and this defense can play to its potential, yeah, the Raiders have a shot at, have a shot at a wild card spot. I wouldn't. I don't doubt it. Um, it's just going to be whether they can play solid, solid offense, which means gr- eating the clock, grinding it out, and, and going from there. So I'm sure the Raiders right now are feeling pretty good, and they probably went over you know, the standings and said, hey, why not us?
0: Hey, you know, maybe they will actually be a playoff team by the time uh, we, we get
1: out there in two years. For, for, for- wow, man. Wow. Imagine that. Imagine if the Raiders just beat – Beat out the Colts for the last playoff. Oh, no, no. you have to take it that way. No. But you know what? But you know what? <laughs> at least you guys beat Bill. There you go. There you go. You can just put that in the locker room. There you go. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we beat Bill. No, and, but. uh, And Lamar. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go. There you go. Look at that. Positives. Positives for next right. year. No. But that's, you know, hey, you can't give the Raiders credit, you know people probably felt they were probably going to lose tonight but they were able to their defense played well and they were able to you know do what they needed to do unfortunately the jets are just are just the jets and <laughs> jet fans just this is going to be every week for you this is going to be every week for you um you don't want to rush Aaron back i would not want him back unless he's 110% even then if you don't have the odds in the playoffs you're not going to go on a magical run he's been he's been gone far too long just embrace next year that's what i would honestly do embrace next year
0: yeah um well we're not quite at next year yet but for at least one of these teams they're already thinking about it and for the other one they're there a little bit two of our favorite teams to dump on this year kick off in a few hours from now
1: Oh Buffalo Lord! And Denver, <laughs> Denver Broncos, and the fraudulent Bills. <laughs> good times, good times.
0: I mean, one would think that it, it, it'll be obvious, it'll be fool's gold because it, it, Buffalo's not going to hide their flaws. But at the same time, it is Denver. Denver's not having a good year. Josh Allen will probably blow
1: up against them, I would imagine. <sighs> Well, Denver has gotten has gotten better. They have you know. Yeah, they're they're not winning the division or anything, but they they've gotten better. They, they've ascended from putrid to bad, from almost mediocre. <laughs> almost, almost mediocre. <laughs> it's All right, people almost to strive for. <laughs> hey, man, I want the people in Denver to love me, so almost <laughs> mediocre right now. So let let's be honest, like. I don't trust Buffalo. I honestly I wouldn't be surprised if you know Russ pulls out some magic. It's Monday night. You know, it could happen. Monday, Monday night Russ cooking. There you go. Um, Stefan Diggs um was limited in practice. His back's been bothering him a bit. Um Buffalo's the walking wounded too. Like they're not a hundred percent. Their defense is really held together right now by, you know, athletic tape. <laughs> so all you need is, you, you know, Mr. Allen to try to run for a first down, cough the ball up, and there you go. Um, in theory, yes, Buffalo should still have enough to somehow beat the beat the Denver Broncos. But it's the fraudulent Bills, so we know how that works. They, you know, choke choke it away when, you know, they're supposed to put a team away. So I'm interested to see how this works out, but if Buffalo has any aspirations of a deep playoff run, they gotta they gotta beat the Broncos. Have to. Yeah, the
0: line's sitting
1: the line is sitting at seven right now. Uh-oh.
0: that I mean, in theory, that should like if this was a few weeks ago, that really this probably was like a ten, maybe a ten or eleven. For fun. So the Oh yeah, it's shrunk a little bit. It's like they, maybe yeah. maybe maybe the rest of the world is trying to kept is, is listening to our show and trying to catch up uh on our on our on our fraudulent bills.
1: That's on it. A- Their favorite word every Sunday is fraudulent. <laughs> but no, it's it's the truth. You know, no one trusts Buffalo. They're just and yeah, they've had injuries and stuff, but they like I've said, and I've said this all through the season, they have not made this team any better than last year's, and there there are teams. I would even argue that Houston. Oh has yeah. made yeah. Houston has made better strides in their roster. And they're and they're they're a bunch of young guys and yeah. they're performing way, way above their level, but they believe and they they handle business. Yeah, plenty of room to
0: grow. No big names, no no big no big
1: albatross contracts. Nope, they do what they gotta do and look look where they're at now sitting pretty. Exactly. At this point, Buffalo should be shooting for a wild card spot at best.
0: Well, you know what we shoot for, and that is to bring you the very best and most fun uh, analysis and breakdowns of all the games every week in the NFL. Stay tuned uh, every week for this audio show, Sunday mornings at 5 a.m. And if you want to see our faces and what uh, attire we are done check out the pregame show premiering 8 a.m. Eastern on both YouTube and Rumble. And of course, this show itself, this is a recap of our live show. Every Sunday night, we repurpose it for Monday morning for your commute into the office or what have you. Go off for a jog, get your football fix in. Bucks gay? Okay. week 10, take us off air.
1: Week 10, full of fun, excitement. I just, there's no words for it, your usual, Jets, disappointment for you Houston Texan fans. Congratulations. You guys are legitimate. Josh Dobb fans, raise your hands. You guys are him this week. Congratulations. Uh, and, oh, yeah. And you New England fans, it was a hell of a run 20 years. Your coach will be gone by the end of the year. Nutmeg, has been an honor and privilege as always, sir. Can't wait to do this again.